0: Welcome to energy crew uh podcast Meet your host jp warren and uh before we begin i gotta say that you know thanks for everyone tuning in uh we're, ju- we're trying something new here today we're going uh, live on uh, on a linkedin and youtube if y'all could go over to my youtube channel i just started it i mean we'll get into your brother in a little bit. I don't, I got to talk to your brother like face to face about this, but, uh, head over there, uh, subscribe only have uh, three subscribers. Pretty, uh, pretty great following over there. Appreciate some more. So, uh, and check out energy crew on uh, Instagram is energy underscore crew. And make sure you subscribe. We're releasing two, uh, two a week and it's every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's, it's just a lot of, a lot of good action, a lot of good conversations, a lot of good guests. So, um, yeah. If y'all don't mind, uh, just subscribe, leave a review. There's a, I'd like to hear, uh, how I'm doing. If it's good, if it's bad, don't spread uh, negativity. You yeah, know what I mean? Like keep that to yourself, keep it to yourself. I mean, there's enough negative stuff going out there. Yeah. Like if anything, if you don't like energy crew, be facetious and leave a great review that would really <laughs> get under my skin. Right. Yes. So uh, I'm trying to think of anything else for them to do. Had a, uh, I think that's kind of it, man. I think you got it covered. Am I, pl- did I did I plug enough? Yeah. All right, we're plugged. Good for me. We're plugged. All right. So like everyone it. out there, thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, again, this is uh, i didn't even introduce our guest yet, and I'm excited that we're here. We are uh, recording, filming, going live, or whatever you want to call it, from Petroleum Club of Houston downtown. And I am sitting with a good buddy of mine. I'm finally happy that you decided to get on the podcast, <laughs> dude. It's yep. been it's been a couple. It's been a year in the in the making. At least, man, we've to, been talking about it. Even we haven't talked. And then, um, so everyone, this is the man, the myth, the legend, Sean Stevens, the director of drilling at Silverado. Yes, sir. Is it Silverado Oil and Gas, right? Silverado Oil and Gas. Okay, yes, so sir. you know a lot of companies. You know, they, it goes oil and gas, you and it know. goes energy, Then yep. it's uh, whatever. You know. Yeah. Yep. You oil. keeping it real? Keeping yep. it real. That's Silverado right. and Gas, and you're sipping on some uh, High West.
1: High West, in, in tribute to. Utah.
0: So, yeah. why is why is High West, uh, why is Utah and High West important to you?
1: Well, I'd spent a lot of time in Utah. Both my kids were born in Roosevelt, Utah.
0: Okay, so you feel like uh, you're saying hello to your children, having a glass of a uh, High West <laughs> bourbon right now. I'm, I'm one. Not, I'm, one could say that. I'm being, uh, I'm being yep. kind of base. I'm doing a little uh, Basil hands, buddy. Cheers, man. <clears throat> about time. Yes. So, uh, that's some good stuff. <clears throat> that's some good stuff. This beats the office, doesn't it? Yes, sir. So, what do you think about the Club, bro? This place is
1: legit. Do you ever come down here? No oh, man. This is one of maybe three trips I come to Houston a year. Really?
0: Do <laughs> you stay up in your bubble? I stay up in the bubble.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh I worry about what you people do down here.
0: Don't worry about that. You have to you have to join find out what we do <laughs> down here. So you are the director of drilling. Um you don't hear a lot of directors. Why not why director?
1: That's a dang good. Did question. you pick
0: that? No, I did not. Okay. I Go did on.
1: Not. Well, uh, you know, I was a lead drilling engineer coming out of uh, Newfield when in Canada.
0: Okay, yeah. hold on a second. I'm going to stop you because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize this. I know about you. You know yes. what I mean? I know the ins and outs of you, your, your, your hopes, your aspirations, your darkest yeah. secrets, your, your yep. phobias. But the problem is people out there don't know about you. Very so why don't true. you uh, get, get us kicked off in the general uh in the general background and kind of where you've been, what you've enjoyed and all that stuff. And uh let's let's just go from there, man. Man, we can start. And from then the I want to get and then everyone out there that's kinda like looking and tuning in, thinking, <laughs> what is this? No, it's not a bottle of moonshine fruit, pickled fruit. Vegetables wherever it is. We're gonna get into this in a little bit, but this stuff is gold stuff is gold apparently So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have everyone just waiting to find out what that what the hell this is So I don't blame you. So give us a little background man. Let us so start from the top. We start okay All start right. from the top man. So I'm originally from Pennsylvania Okay, great
1: state great place to grow up people may have heard of this town nowadays because it's kind of a mini oil and gas town Tunkhannock, Pennsylvania, Tunkhannock, Pennsylvania, in northeastern Pennsylvania. There's a little Marcella shale up there There was not anything going up when I was uh,
0: growing up there. Okay. So, uh, it's, uh, North of Williamsport. Um, did you watch it grow into like an oil town or not? No, were you not there? I was out. Okay. I was out by Okay. Then.
1: Yep. Yep. So my parents did. Um, but are they still up there? They're still there. My okay. whole family's uh, still up there. Very small dairy farm kind of town. And
0: Except for your brother who decides to insult, uh, <laughs> the YouTube, <laughs> my, my YouTube channel and followers. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate had, that. He had a
1: great Great comment. What's your brother's name? Dustin Stevens, yep. He Dustin. works for Noble. Well, it's Noble now Chevron up in Denver. But uh, we both grew up there. Uh, Chevron. <laughs> super small town, um, no oil and gas background. We're both first generation oil and gas. Um, kind of crazy how we found our way in, in here. And so both of y'all found your way. Well, yeah, he followed me in. So funny story yeah. there. Of course you know, he did. Pretty plain Jane life growing up, lived in the same house 18 years and it's completely changed from then but my brother went into the Air Force okay right right out of high school and uh, you know he was living in Kansas and you know you know kind of got a crappy duty station and I'm like you know what I'm there's nothing around here I might as well go in the military too I joined the Air Force I actually signed up when I was a junior in high school so I knew that was my path
0: did you go active or did you go to like the? I went active okay
1: came to basic training here in San Antonio um, And then I got my first duty station, which was Germany.
0: Ooh. Like, what
1: the hell? You know, so dairy farm town Pennsylvania. Next thing you know, this is before email and stuff. Or, and there's probably email, but. For email. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like. For Al Gore
0: invented email.
1: <laughs> so I'm sitting here, you get your duty assignment. It comes up on a bulletin board, and they post it one day. And I'm like, come down to here, Stevens, Ramstein, Germany. I'm like, Holy shit! Great
0: German band, by the way.
1: Oh yes, no, nothing to do with the town, though. Damn believe it, it! or not. But it is a great band. But <laughs> stationed in Gra- uh, Ramstein, Germany, which was at the time the largest U.S. community outside. So the what, what year was this? This was 1998. Okay, so so you
0: you grew up like grew up grew up up in uh, PA. Oh yeah, yep. Okay.
1: Zero through eighteen, man. Yep. <laughs> okay, same house, and then and then and then uh, Texas Venezuela for a, a couple Obama. of weeks. Uh, Texas for basic training, right? Yep, actually, and actually, Goodfellow Air Force Base in San Angelo, okay, was where in, I was an intel guy. San Angelo, old
0: Richie Catlett out there, okay, <laughs>
1: all right. So that's where, believe it or not, the Air Force trains two types of people there. I should say the military,
0: two types of people, two,
1: two disciplines. There we go. Okay, firefighters and intelligence analysts. Really, I was the latter of the two.
0: I'm not surprised about that at all,
1: at all. Yeah, but the firefighters were having a hell of a lot more fun than we were. But long story short, I got the Ramstein assignment, went over to Ramstein, and here I find myself, never been out of this country before. And this is your first time out of the country? Here we go, right? And then so my brother was jealous, and he was like, man uh, how do you like it over there i'm like i love it dude i mean i'm 18 years old 19 years old probably i'm going to bars drinking beer yeah. having a good time and uh, good beer too yeah good beer like in the air force it was basically like a nine to f- <clears throat> excuse me nine to five type job so on the weekends i could travel to the alps i could go to i mean i was four hours from paris four hours from prague four hours from amsterdam and four hours from
0: switzerland and so you're, and your brother's over in Kansas. And he's in
1: Wichita, Kansas. He's like, man, this sucks. So he put in for Germany. Okay. And he got it.
0: He did? Yep. Oh. We
1: lived together over there for two years. I was there for four years. He was there for four years. We were overlapped two. Are you serious? And we tore that country That's up. That's so
0: hilarious, man. We Talk tore that country up. <laughs> saving Private Stevens. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you got two brothers Basically over there. Basically what it was. We probably only
1: got arrested like,
0: Twice. You know what? If, if you're in a foreign right. country, only getting arrested twice for four years, that's pretty good. Not bad, right? That's very good stats. Not bad, not that's, bad. That's that's, that's that's not aggressive, but it's good.
1: <laughs> Neither of us came back with a penny, but we got a lot of lot of memories. Man.
0: That's we, what it's all about, we man. We touched a
1: lot of those countries over there. We're big skiers. We grew up skiing, so we yep. skied a bunch in the skier, Alps. Skier, snowboard.
0: I do both, or did both. I'm, I'm I, feel like I'm skier, I feel like I'm too old. I feel like I'm too old to get back into it, dude. You can't snowboard anymore. Like, dude, growing up, so I grew up in Connecticut, and... uh same thing, man. Like I was like ski, snowboard, you know, and, and like people are like, oh, you want to go? We should go on a ski trip. I'm like, dude, I haven't done that in over 20 years. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I can predict what's gonna happen if I go on a <laughs> if I go skiing at 41 years old. Nah, I'm dude, gonna, you can do that. I'm stop. just saying, don't
1: go back into snowboarding. Skiing's where it's at.
0: So, so the thing is though, is 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 snowboard? Are they like the outcast now, snowboarders? Nah, they. I should say we
1: kind of let them come in no more no more segregation there there you go look at that
0: good for you man
1: gotta love it yep but i go on a a ski trip uh, to well minus covid years here but uh british columbia backcountry skiing everything. nice with a group of guys i've heard that there's beautiful oh it's amazing it's it's awesome
0: so you're over you get out of germany uh and your brother's still over there brother's still over there my four-year
1: commitment is up okay so i get out again skiing Um, And I'm like, dude, I'm not moving back to Pennsylvania. There's way better shit out there than Pennsylvania. I'm moving to Colorado. Right?
0: Why Colorado? Mountains. Just the scenery, like outdoor life. Okay, I dig
1: that. I dig that. My first job post-military was making snow at Copper Mountain.
0: (laughs) I love that. I was a a snowmaker, dude.
1: It was awesome. It was a a great job. I got free passes up, man, every day. (laughs) Dude,
0: it's pretty much.
1: (laughs) It was similar to roughnecking, but... On the mountain dude it's hard work right you're you're dealing with high pressure water and air okay on, in a freezing environment it was pretty crazy we, you know it's dangerous we had to come some guys get hurt guy lost his finger and
0: i so i, it was like an old I fared
1: okay yeah it's, it's very similar to so your
0: old. brother was still over there for two more years he right. was
1: still over there for two more years okay and then uh this was kind of during 9 11 2001 so i got stop lost i originally signed for four years i ended up having to do five oh stop loss meaning okay you you said you're gonna do four but if, we're not letting anybody out if,
0: if shit happens yeah. and we might need you just yeah. you're kind yeah. of uh you're in the yeah. bullpen
1: yeah okay which was cool uh because i was joining the colorado air national guard anyway so i needed i knew i wanted to go to school and i needed help to to pay for that school right. i already had the gi bill but i wasn't ready to completely cut ties with the military yet so you know what better way to do the guard and you know, you can work one weekend a month and they'll help pay for school and you can have a little bit of income here. And if you need to work some time, you can go in there and work during the week. So it was a real good, uh, flexible schedule okay. for a student. Okay. And, and in fact, that's one of the things that I want to talk to most of your listeners about is like, I, I love talking or telling my military story, right? Because I like talking to young kids and be, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today if it wasn't for, the U.S. military, in particular, the U.S. Air Force. I'm privy to that. Me and my brother, both, we're both petroleum engineers right now because of the U.S. Air Force.
0: Tell me how and why. Is it because all the, the support they give? Well, and-
1: number one, neither of us were, I wasn't ready to go to college and screw off when I was 18.
0: Well, you right? go to college, not just, you go to college to study. To,
1: yeah, well. And
0: get your, get your grades. That's
1: what you're supposed to do. Thank I mean, that's you. That's what they tell me. But so instead, I went to Germany and screwed off. grew up a little bit. Got out deck. of your system. Had fun, got out of system, only got arrested like once or twice. And then by the time I was like, well, that would be 22 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, now.
0: You settled right, down a now little bit. Now it's bit. time to go to school, yeah.
1: right? And now you're like, okay, well, I better, I better go to class because- I need to rely on this. I need to get a good job because of this deal, right?
0: Yeah, you kind of it gave you a good break from the high school mentality, where it's yeah. like, eh, it'll be fine. I grew up, a little yeah, bit, right. Yeah, I get and that. now
1: there, I, I, I will give it to some students, some kids that when they're eighteen, there, there are students that are ready for high, uh, ready for college. Yeah, I wasn't one of them. My brother definitely was not one of them. <laughs> so.
0: But a lot of, but a lot of people actually just they, they, they do that just because they think, okay, well, that's the next step. I got to do that yeah. when there's it's not really yeah. necessary to do
1: that. Yep, man. I'm, I, I mean. I want my kids to go to the military. You know, we'll see. I, I will know by the time they're whatever, freshmen. How are they now? They're, they're 10 and 12. Okay, 10 and 12. So whatever, that's fifth and seventh grade. We got some time, right? But uh, I'll know whether they're ready or not. And if they're not ready, man, I'm going to push them to the military. You're going to push them
0: towards Air Force? Absolutely. I dig yeah. that, man. You can
1: go be Billy Badass in the Marines if you want, but you're going you're gonna to live a different life than the Air Force guy. Yeah. You, know, you can, can make fun of the Air Force guys all you want, but at the end of the day I'm going in my hotel room and I'm going to sip on my drink and I, at the end of the I'm day I'm an intelligence man I'm, I'm going to be I'm gonna, I got this yep. is my weapon yeah, <laughs> yeah this, yep. this is where I get out yep. yeah I did want to be Billy badass at one point in time
0: but I grew out of that Did you really? <laughs> yeah I really I can't I can't see that man like I don't see you go walk, stomping around town being Billy badass <laughs> i really don't like so like yeah i can kind of relate to that that experience in the in the in the service Mm because i was in the corps cadets at texas a&m so kind of the same thing right yeah exact same thing yes so uh well well, so i'm uh, I'm being facetious well no not really but uh, my boss
1: ed haas that i work with every day up there Mm -hmm. great, great dude he was a corps Corman.
0: Really? Yep. Do, all you know four years. Alf- Do you know what you know what he was? I don't. Well, first I off, I, I did all 4 years too. I don't know why you had to throw that out there like I didn't. <laughs> I don't understand that 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 little dig right there, but I'll take it. Um So wait, so okay, so so you and your bro um are Air Force uh yep. you moved back to Colorado. You're yep. making snow. All right. Making um, snow
1: and then I got activated. First involuntarily activation. And this is
0: 9/11 Yeah, this is
1: post 9/11 when we were going into uh F, or Iraq, F- Iraq.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: yep. So, so, uh, ground troops were getting go, getting ready to go. Wasn't that like the Iron Iraq. Curtain? N- no, no. Wasn't not that for what an it, Air Force?
0: No, no, not Air Force. Wasn't that what it was called? Oh, like, the Operation
1: iron... Enduring Freedom. See, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Enduring Freedom. Yeah.
1: A technical term, whatever. But
0: I wish they would hire me to like come up with the, uh, the names of like operations. I feel like they'd be good. Yep. And sometimes if they want, they could be punny. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, anyway, so that's yeah. what I, keep going.
1: So this was 2000, 2002, I okay. guess. Yep. And, uh, so Colorado guard got involuntarily activated. So, um, this was before I found Colorado school of mine. So I was making snow and going to night school at Colorado Mount college in Leadville for, know, what? for <laughs> ski area operations. Okay. So, um, and then again, the air force righted the ship for me and, and instead of, you know, if I was going down that path, I was going to be a ski bump. Right. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you I'd, unlikely i'd be sitting here talking to you well i got i got activated got sent over to iraq for a couple months um by the time the ground forces went into baghdad they're like hey you air force guys cannot shoot weapons we're not we don't trust you with that shit go home okay and we're like okay yeah where's the plane
0: (laughs) don't threaten me with a good
1: time (laughs) so i went home finished the last year so i they, they stayed they kept me active duty uh for one year so that's the whole that's why i did five years active duty not four right so did your brother get muscle. called into no nope, he was already still active duty, okay serving
0: in germany supporting from over there right and what so, was that mindset for you i mean obviously you know you, you get in the world's a different place and all that stuff and literally you know nine eleven happened yeah. um and you're kind of out obviously it's probably pretty close to you just because you know obviously there's gonna be military involvement and all that yeah. stuff so yep. what was that mindset for you like i guess when it was like hey uh steven you're not done yeah. we, we need you back i mean was that like okay now it's real nah, what, what I mean, was it nah, i mean i was young i was like
1: yeah dude that sounds like an adventure Let's okay. go." i mean i'm i'm in college for ski operations which was emt so i could be a ski patroller and sn- snowmaking one and grooming one
0: you remember ski school <laughs> yes. the, back in the day i mean those were my classes right
1: so but when i got activated i had to drop those classes went to iraq and, and uh, it was an adventure. It was a perfect time for Was it really an adventure?
0: Yeah. So how close are those like HBO, like mini document, you know, like uh, how close are they to what it was like? Or No,
1: I mean, I don't know
0: what you're talking about. The beginning but, of Iron Man when they have the missile de- demonstration. Just watch that with my daughter. That's why I know. Iron Man? Oh, no? anyway, okay. Keep, yeah, yeah. keep the, going. The, keep going. The,
1: Mar- the Marvel one. Yeah. yeah. No, that's. Yeah. No nowhere close.
0: I didn't right? know.
1: I'm a, again, I'm an Air Force guy. <laughs> we're in Western Iraq. We're nowhere near real danger or whatever. They flew us in there on a cargo okay. jet, right? But now the only danger we had was this was the whole, whole MWD hunt, right? That there were, didn't turn out to be any. Well, we, we ended up under desks and stuff with gas masks. i thinking there was uh, Scud missiles in the air and there never was, right? So I was, a, I was an intel analyst for F-16s, which was cool. So I, I made friends with the pilots. What, is an, what does an What doesn't Intel analyst do? So we we brief and debrief the F sixteen pilots before they take off and after they come back. So the guy that the pilot that comes back, he says, "Hey, we saw this, this, and that," and then we'll take that information, we'll analyze it, and we'll say, "Hey, hey." Uh,
0: Give me a call, son. Uh, ice Icehead.
1: Icehead. Yeah, that works. Thank hey, you. Icehead, uh, you're getting ready to take off in thirty minutes, and you're going to be over here where head Bravo was yeah about four hours ago and here's what he saw can you look at this and confirm this and be careful of that okay right? and so that was my job it was cool so I was getting real-time intelligence and transferring data and it was fun man it was it was a cool adventure that sounds really it. neat That's i that. was over there in country for like three months and so you're That's pretty all.
0: much you're pretty much uh reviewing kind of like where they need to go what they need to confirm here's where we need to stop it and all that yep. stuff yep so pretty yep. much like road trips with you are like the most anal retentive thing ever it's like <laughs> we need to stop at this bucky's we're not stopping no, brusca's i'm we, not that anal. we can push through
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep. i mean some people do that for 20 years but no i was ready you know
0: to get out so this leads me back to the question how did this transfer you and your bro to oil and gas. So that's a
1: g- great question, right? So we have a lot of great questions. On I, energy I found myself uh, in Colorado and, and I'm talking to the other Air Force Air National Guard people there. And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I got out of active duty to uh, go to school, yeah. go to college. Well, yep. I want to be an engineer, <clears throat> right? And uh, CU Colorado, I went, I still have a little bit of hatred for them. So Boulder, I know. Like yeah, that. that's where yeah. that's
0: my wife's from. But uh, she's not <laughs> including that hatred. Go on. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm talking about the school, right? So when you're when I was in Germany, I contacted them and said, "Hey, I can I can claim any state uh, to pay taxes. So can I pay Colorado state taxes? So when I get there, I'm an in state yeah, resident yeah. and pay in state tuition." And they said, "Absolutely, right?" Well, they they did not honor that. They went I, back on it. Yeah. They did. I had all this email traffic and they're like, no, sir, you need to have a driver's license from here. And I'm like, well, look at, I've been paying state tax for one year. And that's what you said I could do. That email even says, oh, she no longer works here. So fortunately, that's when I ended up uh, going up to the mountains to be a ski bum. So then I'm like, okay, well, I got to wait a year to gain residency. And that's why I ended up in Leadville and then uh, eventually got called back. But by the time I got called back and went to Iraq, came back from Iraq, I had my year of residency i learned about colorado school of mines here we go right and
0: uh oh, where's my... colorado school of mines well it's look... in golden
1: okay <clears throat> just right. west of downtown denver and uh all these uh, air force guys were like there's no way in hell you're gonna be able to get in there but they're all engineering you want to be an engineer right you yeah. should check that place out well i wore my uniform to my admissions interview <laughs>
0: smart <laughs> i'm no dummy, right sorry man just got off <laughs> f-16 yeah. hope i'm not late Yep. <laughs> i was in new york an yep. hour ago well it worked like a champ right so the admissions guy was a uh you lay did you lay down um, like the servers well, he,
1: heavy well he was an army guy oh so and he had he, a little common uh dude so he was like man i am going to take care of you right and he's like you don't want to come in here after not being in any sort of school for six years you're just going to fail out right he goes I will help you through. Go over here to this community college yeah. and take these classes. And if you get A's this um, this whole semester, then I'll know you're ready. Right? And I did it. Look I, at that. He's watching day. out for you. He watched out for me. And and then in turn, so my brother ended up graduating from mine seven years after me, although he's two years older.
0: So right? seven years after you. Okay.
1: He graduated with his degree in petroleum engineering at the age of like 40, maybe 39.
0: You right? know what? That's a very good point. You're never too old to learn. You're never too old. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Ever. But
1: yeah, but Bruce Gets, uh, he's the late Bruce Gets. He's he's unfortunately passed away. But he helped both me and my brother get get uh, through that school, into that school number one, and then through the school. So. And then one I'm in there, that's how I learned about petroleum engineering, right? I'm
0: so what attracted you to the, to the petroleum? I mean, you want to be an engineer, you go there, you did it. Obviously it's not a straight road yeah, for dude, you. It doesn't sound like crazy at all.
1: I, I mean, before I went there, I'm like, okay, they must dig a hole right under this gas station. And then the oil or gas or whatever must come right out and right into my I was vehicle. clueless too, man. Like, I, I,
0: I was clueless too. It's crazy. I
1: mean, most people won't admit to that. That's, I that's mean, what I, I didn't even think about it. I, I just had
0: no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I was just clueless.
1: But I mean, I would bet there's a large percentage of the American people out there that think that same way. Yeah. they have no clue, right? And I had no clue. Well, for some reason, petroleum and mining engineering stuck out to me. I'm so I'm like, well, mining engineering one on one that class didn't fit my schedule. But guess what? Petroleum engineering that's 101. how you fell into yes. it.
0: Yes. Took it. Yep. Isn't that, that weird my schedule isn't that weird just kind of like how like 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 random yeah. events that happen in your life when it's like they can seem so defeating yeah you know what i mean yep. like if you're motivated to get in school you're motivated to do this and then like something happens yep. Yep. knocks you off your path something else happens knocks mm-hmm. you off your path and this is just like you know your experience like grow like mm-hmm. getting your p this is like anything but like <clears throat> it's so funny how like life works out where it's like when you're faced with like oh shit, i wanted this work or, i wanted this or, i wanted this position or this company or, this yep. job offer this this, you know, whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like when things happen that don't fit what you think, like it it's works, happening it for helps reason. out, man. Yeah, it's
1: happening. Yep. you believe in that? The, the things happen, yeah. like yeah. kind of like forward, yeah. just
0: let it happen. Yep. Yep. Why not? Right. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. why not I am the same way. It's yep. like, yeah, you might be, you yep. might get hit with a shitstorm but at the same time, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it, it's yep. for a reason. Yep. Life goes on. Well, that particular
1: class again. So now I'm going to college and I'm 23, 24 years old or right. whatever. Right. So. I'm a non-traditional student. I'm going to school with all these 18 year olds and 19 year olds taking this one-on-one class. Right. Right. And then, so I'm in this class and Dr. Van Kirk and some, some of the older minds people will recognize that name. He was the president of the department.
0: He's Um, also a huge fan of energy crew. (laughs) Dr. Van Kirk. Yes. Go on. Nice. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, he should be be. (laughs) doctor
1: and uh, so he, you know, it, it was like my own personalized discovery channel show. I'm like, really? This is where this stuff comes from? And, and so he just got fascinated. Dude, it, yeah. And then he's, he uses the old school uh, projector with the ink and the clear paper. Right? Yeah, you
0: slide up there the. Yeah. Yeah. And you write on yeah.
1: And it shows up on the deal, so he's that's doing old school. That.
0: Not a lot of people know what that is. Dude, I don't even know what I it's know called. That. I know what that, that's it. <laughs> <but> that.
1: <laughs> overhead projector.
0: Overhead projector. Yeah, overhead projector. Right. So he's
1: using the overhead projector, and he puts he actually printed an email off on this clear paper and put it up there and said, "Hey, this person from Pioneer Natural Resources is looking for an intern." They had, and this was late season, right? So most of the internships happen very early on. This is the second semester, and they're like, so someone had to bail out of their internship. Contact this person if you're interested. They're paying like seventeen dollars an hour, and I go, I damn near fell out of my chair. I'm like that's real money, seventeen dollars an hour. No way. <laughs> I'm like, what's the catch? Yeah, what's the catch? <laughs> so I jotted down the an email and called this dude, and next thing you know, I got an interview. Boom, got an internship. Pioneer Natural really? Resources, like that, Trinidad, Colorado. Okay, yep. so that was my back. first summer. What um, were you doing? I was uh, I was just I guess little project here and there. I, I pumped some wells. They do coal bed methane there. Okay. So they're very they're very small, cheap wells. I worked a little bit on a drilling rig. I mean not really worked. I mean observing they didn't let me work. But.
0: So what was that like for you? Twenty-three years old as an intern, you know, just got done with drilling and now you're in this new industry with this equipment that you've never seen before. All this, you know, yeah. technology, whatever, whatever you want to yeah. call it, and you get to like the the rig, and you're doing these jobs. What was that to you? Were you I'm excited? It. I'm oh, you're it. digging it. I'm loving okay. it. Okay, right? Because right.
1: I mean, there's a lot of there's a very a lot of similarities between military and and uh, oil field, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the same mentalities, a lot Wake of same 5 type of people, like yeah, blue collar workers, like you know. And I was digging it, and you're making way more money than I was making uh, making in the military. And you're right, and you're like, working with some fun I'm people like, too, dude. Yeah, this is fun, Yeah. Man. I'm 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 working pulling all nighters out there, and you know it's it was a great great opportunity. So um, that that sold me on the deal. Right? Okay. So then after that, the next summer I found Newfield, right? And uh, Newfield hired me, and I never looked back. Right? Did you
0: work with a uh, uh, Aaron Smith? Uh, yes. At yeah. at he was just
1: at our office in Silverado yesterday. I didn't get a chance to say hello to him.
0: Aaron Smith, if yep. you ever listening to this and you came into town did not say hello to me, I am sorry, not happy Aaron. with that. No, don't be sorry. Don't be <laughs> I sorry. I didn't mean to tell oh, on you. No, no, shh. I got this. <laughs> I am upset at you. That's mm-hmm. a personal attack. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's funny. I was talking to Aaron and uh, he, he was mentioning, he's like, oh yeah, I was a new fan. And we started doing the name yeah. game and yeah. like, it's so funny. It's like, yeah. it's, it's so fun. Like watching like. People like back in like you know 2010, 11, 12, yeah, and just kind of see like where their careers and where it's their paths world, are. Man. It really
1: is very small world, yep. So, yep. you started at Newfield, started at Newfield, H Town, uh, no, D Town, D
0: Town, okay,
1: yep. I got D Town, so I was trying to avoid Houston, believe it or not. That's okay, yeah, yep. And uh, well, all roads lead here, everybody knows that, or oil and gas roads, anyway. There you go, yeah. So, <laughs> so I did uh, let's see, two internships with them, they hired me on full time. And they said, "Hey, Sean, we want you to move out to Utah and uh, work in the field out there." And they had a huge operation. They had just bought a company called Inland out there okay. in the you went to Basin. And I went out there and got to see uh, facilities, production, uh, completions—you know, all these different types of engineering. Um, I was on my own, like it—you know—get out there and get your hands dirty and, and go learn shit basically you know what i love it's hearing fantastic. about that
0: the, the way you, the way you phrase that like is so cool because it's like i got to go see this stuff yeah. like it was such an, like a like it wasn't like oh i had to go to this yeah. side I had to go here it was like i got to go to yeah. that like it's, it's, it's i love hearing them. i'm a field guy it, it, three, seemed, yeah. it, it seems like the excitement's still in your voice oh, that's yeah, what i'm it, saying yep
1: uh, i'd like to end end my career out in the field sometime you know being a you know, working on a rig
0: or Oh man, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> man, just going down. So uh <laughs> so so wait, so okay, so you're at Newfield, um, you're in Utah right now. Yep. And where's your brother at? Oh shit. He was he he had just gotten out of
1: the military probably and uh he was a surveyor. He was a, okay. he was a legit surveyor and, and he lost his surveying job um during the housing bust in whatever the two thousand nine ish, eight. whatever. Okay. And he's like, dude, the company I was working for went out of business. I'm like, dude, go to school, right? He got the GI bill just like I did, and he was—he actually followed me out of active duty and went to the Colorado Air National Guard, right? So, I mean, we're, we're who's like,
0: a better engineer, though? I am. Okay, there you go. That's yeah. you heard it here on of Energy course, Crew. It's—it's right? it's, it's true. So, Absolutely. you're in Utah, right? You're—you're yep. you're actually working the field now. You're—you're you're getting exposed more. You're having more experience. So yep. keep 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 going on. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, um. Newfield kept asking me to like, Hey, you ready to come back to Denver and work in the office? And I'm like, no, man, this is where, this is where it's happening out here. Right. I mean, I was doing the engineering for their small little build and hold wells in Monument Butte, the largest water flood at the time anyway, the largest water flood in the lower forty-eight. Right. And, uh, so the first time they asked me to move back to Denver, I'm like, nah, not yet, man. I'm not ready. Second time. Nah, there's still like. Got good friends out here, you know. Both my kids just born here, and so, and then the third time, I'm like, man, I don't want to live here forever. So if I say no on the third time, they might leave my ass here. But I'm actually pretty <clears> impressed.
0: <throat> you said no twice. Twice. Usually, that. I mean, you're a young yep. buck, you know, kind of yep. like trying to make your way, you know, guy yep. or girl. Like, yep. if they ask you something, nah, it's I like, knew, I'm in. I, I'll do it. No,
1: I knew at the time. I wanted to be in the field and. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of your guests have said field experience is key oh, yeah. for a guy like me, a drilling guy, to to have that experience. I think it's key for everyone. And I knew that, right? So I'm like, the more of this stuff I can get, the better. And they know, and the people that I'm saying no to know that deep down. Okay. And it worked out for, for, and it worked out great, right? <clears throat> Third time I said yes, <clears throat> excuse me, moved to Denver. I worked uh, the Central Basin field there, and we just kind of started getting into horizontals there. Okay. Um, this so whole year was this? So this was probably 2012. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 2012. And, uh, we call it central Bay. We, at the time we called it central basin in Canada, still owns it now. They're drilling wells and Tyler Schultz has been on here. He's drilling wells out there. What's up, Tyler. I
0: love me some Tyler. Yeah. Tyler Schultz. Love you, dude. He yeah. just moved to the Heights. So wow. he's building a bourbon cabin now. I'm looking forward My to heading over there.
1: He's coming towards the city. I'm going away.
0: Well, we're going to get into that in a little bit, but <laughs> once we're done with your career path, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So,
1: here, this takes a crazy turn right here. So I'm in Denver a year or two, and a dude walks in my office, a real good dude, Joe Johnson, great mentor of mine. Um, he goes, "Do you want to go to China?" And because I had told him previously, I'm like, "I want to work, yeah." National, I'll travel. I, I lived in Germany before, and I, I'm your I guy. Got if you want to travel, right? And they they're like, "No, no opportunities, no opportunities." Out of the blue, you want to go to China? I'm like, "Yeah." For let what me, let me call my wife <laughs> yeah, <for> what, <laughs> yeah. yes
0: let yep. me te- let me let me confirm with her first <laughs> yes yeah, exactly. that's my answer
1: so next thing you know man i'm on a plane to china so to do a three week on three week off rotation no not very many people know this but newfield drilled several wells offshore hong kong
0: didn't they have like a large international presence at one they point did. offshore yeah. right offshore, yeah
1: offshore china so yeah. there's, there's the um bohai bay that was non op okay um, and then we were operating the South China Sea stuff, right? And so they they said, We just had a Chinese drilling engineer quit and we need somebody like ASAP. And so we rushed my visa through and off you go. I'm going to China three weeks on, three weeks off. Well, I get over there, whoa, and, which was fantastic. It was awesome. It was it was it was awesome. Yeah. Great experience. And uh I get over there and you know, it was a barrage of craziness because the engineer that had planned all this stuff quit I had zero handover time with him because he was like he no notice like oh, oh he's now. just like I'm <clears throat> done I'm like holy crap here we go so it ended up all being good and it they actually aren't challenging wells They're it's in whatever it's 100 meters of water, so 300 feet of, okay. 300 feet of Don't water. Don't drop that meter oh, I here. I love throwing the meters because that's the only not I drop, I drop I I <laughs> kilo- kilometers to sound Euro. Yeah,
0: like, how many kilometers is that? They're so like, yes. JP, yes. come on. Man. But uh, <laughs> so there was a
1: couple of us doing this rotation. Well, uh, eventually they were like, we need somebody over there kind of like long term to, to have some continuity. Yeah, and that I'm makes like, sense. well, I got young kids and, you know, my wife's. She's not working right now. She's just staying home with the kids. Let's bring the family over. There's an international school right across the street. And they said, sure, let's do it. We rushed their visas. And during Christmas break, took my kid out of kindergarten and took him over there, put him in the international school. And
0: now we're living in China. Dude, that's awesome, man.
1: (laughs) Yep. So we're living in China. And this was during, this was 2000. 14 during like when oil was crashing Dude, if boulder
0: right? let you in you would still be <laughs> making snow versus <laughs> moving know. your family to china and drilling exactly. oil wells see the
1: path is i love crazy. it man it's crazy right so here i am in china drilling wells off offshore hong kong and here's here's a crazy military story there was one time where we had a problem out on the rig and, and believe it or not they promoted me to drilling manager over there <laughs>
0: he's like i don't want manager i want director yeah,
1: no i want director
0: right so they're <laughs> like
1: sean you can handle this i'm like okay cool well we're having a problem out there and they're like we need somebody an, an american to go out there and represent or whatever right and so we chartered a, a a flight and it's about an hour and 15 minute flight and so i get on this by myself it seats like 12 people i get on by myself and i'm sitting there and i'm like I'm fully out of the military at this point. Right. I, I ended up spending to, to complete the military story. 10 years. It was five years active duty and five years, Colorado air national. Guard. Okay. So 10 years, I got out completely in 2008, same month, same year. Basically I graduated from Colorado school of mines. I, I cut ties with the air force completely. It worked out. Perfect. Right. You stopped so, following
0: on, on, on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unfollow. unfollow. unfollow.
1: <laughs> right. So now we find ourselves in 2012, I'm in China. I'm getting on a Chinese manufactured helicopter in China like, and I'm an Intel guy. I was studying the capabilities of these military, and this wasn't a military aircraft, but it was very, it was, similar an aircraft, aircraft. Yeah. it was a Chinese aircraft flown by some Chinese dudes. And I'm like, I'm sitting here by myself with two pilots and me flying offshore, flying over Hong Kong to get to the rig. And I'm like, this is crazy, dude. I've come full circle. All the places, man. All the places you've been. And it hit me. It was like, I got some videos of me flying there, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. Just a dude. small
0: dairy farmer boy out of Pennsylvania <laughs> being a drilling manager in China. What a roller coaster. Isn't that coaster. crazy, though? What
1: a roller coaster. It's the American dream, man. I talk about it with my mom all the time.
0: What, colonizing China?
1: Eventually. We'll eventually. Get there. Eventually. We'll get there. You know, there's there. some
0: like, you know, there's like, okay, canceled.
1: <laughs> so back to the China story. Um, we're uh we're planning on being there from for like one to two years the whole family right i was already i ended up spending one year and the family was there for six months and the chinese government basically shut us down when when oil crashed and i think it was 2014 yep when it that was
0: friday after uh thanksgiving yeah
1: yep and so the chinese government shut us down said no more drilling we know we signed you up for like 10 wells you only drilled six but you're You're so newfield said well We don't need a drilling engineer over there anymore. Why don't you come back? But when I came back, Newfield had shut down the Denver office. So I didn't have an office to come back to. They're like, we want you to move to Tulsa. I'm like, okay, cool. They gave me a month to sell my house, moved to Tulsa. I was in Tulsa for a year working the MidCon at that point in time. And then I was there for uh, like basically 11 months. And they're like, well, we're shutting the Tulsa office down. We want you to move to Houston or the Woodlands, basically. Here we go. I'm like, well. You could have saved me a whole lot of trouble if you just sent me to Houston in the first place. <laughs> but I was avoiding Houston like the plague. That's not, yeah. <clears throat> unfortunately, I ended up here anyway. Well, I, I say unfortunately, but I actually love it here now.
0: Dude, there's the, the people here. Look, it's not yeah. the prettiest city, but the people here are just uh, the people and the food. Well,
1: when we were looking through looking for houses in in the woodlands, right, my wife was like. Why have you been avoiding this place for like a decade? This place is awesome. Driving, so why woodlands. were you avoiding It was kind of the stigma with it. Well, because anytime I went to Houston, was at the Newfield office, which was previously in Guns, Guns Point. Point. And I'm like, dude, this place sucks, dude. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Where, where'd you go to eat? <laughs> Will, uh, was it uh, Willie G's? No, not Jimmy Will G's. Will G's, Jimmy G's, Jimmy G's, yeah, Jimmy G's the, with a exactly. party shrimp. But they're
1: like, you walked from the office and to Clay Jeans.
0: Oh, I know, I know. There, They're there, like, were there, were there, don't Were there like two cops? Were there like, you two, cops? Get there like yeah. two cops at Jimmy? So first off, for those that don't know what Jimmy G's is, it is a it was a, it's a staple in the oil and gas community. It's been around since what the seventies. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the generation you know before us, like they would go there, like that was their spot. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the only spot. It was these right? spot, and across yeah. the. Crossbell we ate was what uh, Clayton's right. <laughs> yeah, Remember it was, yep, yep. was an old strip club turned yep. into a restaurant. Yes, he yep. used to set the table and there used to be a pole right there. It's like so.
1: When I came to Houston, that's what I knew. It yeah, Houston, so, right? so like, you, don't, no, you didn't I dig don't, it. I don't, don't want to live here. Yeah, you leave the Rocky Mountains for this? No way.
0: Yeah, you're all right. You're right. And then right. I drove, three six three.
1: Yeah, three six
0: three. When I'm I was boy. at Pen, when I was at Pinergy, yep. we we're a couple floors below you. Above, oh really? Above a Smith. Nice. That's right.
1: Yep. Yep. So. Drove her through the woodlands, and you're like, you My wife was like, "You're an idiot, man. This place is cool." I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't know this place existed. This is pretty cool." So we moved there. And-
0: <clears throat> I don't think you're an idiot. <laughs> good you're an intelligence. Good,
1: good, good. So uh, yeah, we ended up living in the woodlands, Uh, and you know, we I actually just sold our house in the woodlands. Probably five years we were in that house, and then I I just moved to Conroe, 1488 and yep. Old Conroe yep. Road, looking for more acreage. Got a couple. Got a couple of Are you going to join
0: Conroe Country Club like Wetter, I'm, I'm Nagori, all those cats, and I'm Brandon Frankhauser,
1: Wetter and BT, Brandon Turner. I love to get these me and BT. In. I'm trying to get you guys to get me in. Wait,
0: wait, you're not. What does he have to do to get in, oh, guys? My, what does he yeah. need to pick up five rigs? That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: that's unbelievable. Last you, I heard, I was number 50 on the waiting well, list. Well, maybe we
0: can get you bumped up, <laughs> Wetter, BT. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Brandon, <laughs> everyone out there. Um. Okay, so you so you're you're at Newfield, you moved there, you've been in, so you've been in drilling, your entire Yeah. Yep.
1: And that's a decision, that's a distinct decision I made. I had uh Let's peel that
0: on you. Let's peel that layer back. Let's
1: do it, man. So a couple like the COO, Gary Packer of uh, huge fan of New Energy Field. Crew. Oh, dude, he's awesome. Yep.
0: <laughs> huge fan of Energy Crew.
1: And uh he's like, "Sean, you need to like kind of diversify. Like, why don't you go be a reservoir engineer?" I'm like, "Gary, right now, and forever really it's job satisfaction for me i love this job dude i love I like that, the man. people i'm working with you know cr- you know i go gary you might be right on career progression but like i love what i'm you doing just what
0: you're doing and if
1: i go to reservoir engineer i see what those guys do every day and i'm not digging it man i'm cool with like answering the phone in the middle of the night so you, you, like, you like you
0: like the, the the fast pace the what i decide right now i'll yeah. see the result of that in 30 minutes or an hour, whatever that yeah. the next day whatever yeah you like the I love it. Okay, yep. Seeing your results, I've heard a couple of your guests say you see your
1: results the next day. Yeah, David, David Wong talks yeah. about that. Yep. Yeah, I listen to that podcast. Right, so. I mean, there's nothing better than that. A reservoir engineer, they might not ever see their results, right? Or maybe 20 years down the road. But you know
0: what's cool about that, though? So that's kind of like, to me, that's that's two different uh, themes. And I I guess you found your groove. So when you first started off, you're you're actually going to the field. You're doing all these, you know, the production side. You're doing this side. Mm -hmm. You want to stay out there to learn more about everything. Mm -hmm. But then once you got into drilling, I guess you found your groove. You found your enjoyment. You found your stride. Yep. Your flow. I love it. Yep. Love it. <laughs> and then uh and it's like you should be doing other stuff. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I like what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, and completions would be very similar, right? Yeah. I think. And so I'm doing the completions at Silverado too. It's just not in my title, right? We only have two ops guys, me and Ed Haas, right?
0: Yeah, you can't be director of drilling completions because that's very pompous.
1: Not yet, anyway.
0: No. That, that's very pompous. <laughs> now, executive director exactly. of drilling completions. That's, that's that's sexy.
1: Correct. I think you yeah. get that going. That you gotta leave room for promotions.
0: You're right. You do. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe a connection crew. I need to take myself from principal or founder, whatever you want to call it. to That's like right. Yeah, the assistant. Yep. yep. Intern. <laughs> Internet connection crew. There you go. Yeah. Have room. Why yeah, not? Have room okay. To move up. So you. So you. You're drilling, and then your mentors being like, "Hey, you might want to move around." You're yep. saying, "No, no, no, dice." Nah, I, I like
1: what I'm doing, man. And job satisfaction is key. I want to enjoy what I'm doing.
0: And Every the day, team, the team it. over there was it of yeah. now. Yeah. The team was great. Great people yep. over there. I mean. Yep. Yep, everyone I met there, you know, is, yeah. is, is is solid, solid people. Oh yeah, they're good people, and I, I would argue that they
1: were better back in the Newfield days.
0: So he's so working with the Mark Beach, huh? Old Beach, yeah. I love you Beach. To get
1: Beach on here, man. dude.
0: I would love to get Beach on well, here. I'll give
1: him a shout. I'll, Please I'll, I'll do, man. I love me some Mark. I'll try to nudge him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can do it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. He's a great dude. So you got you, you're my...
0: working with great people. Uh The drilling group's great. You got you know, yep. you know Kate. You got little young Tyler. um yep. with, with a bear eye. And actually, you think about that. So. Uh, Tyler can correct me if I'm wrong,
1: but y- if you look at our team, the last day that new field existed and today, Tyler is basically the last He's man legacy. standing. Cause of, McDougal of, left. Of, yeah. Gone. McDoodle, m- uh, McDougal's gone. McDougal, has gone. Beach is gone. I'm gone. Right. And so uh, a lot of people like Cooley yeah. moved on to completions and several people moved over to completions. They're still at Oventive, but in terms of drilling people. Uh, between Newfield and Encana, I want to say he's the last man.
0: What was what about what, Kate? What was Kate? Kate, Kate was,
1: was reservoir slash production, or one the two, they, and then she came. Now she's drilling manager. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that's she, a, she solid circle, it's a
0: solid group. It's a solid group, man. Even, third, even like even like the younger generation oh, over there, great. like yeah. you know, Jordan has Griffin, yeah. Selby, like those cats. Like it's good, good people. And Encana
1: bought a great company, man. I looked at Newfield, and I still today, it's like that's the best company ever, man. I'd still be working for Newfield today if it was still Newfield.
0: But what transpired? <laughs> no. okay so not, yeah. well, not no. what transpired no what, what, what yeah so uh, how'd you make the move to Silverado so in
1: and Canada, came in <clears throat> and in Canada
0: doesn't have lead
1: drilling engineers right so okay. they have uh, basically senior engineers and managers right so they either had to bump me up or bump me down and they bumped me down
0: <laughs> you don't like, bump Sean down. which is
1: cool but that put the ball in my court right so um, now the decision is is okay Sean since we uh, changing control rules if we changed your job title you, you can stay here or you can take your package and roll. And I'm like, well, I'll take my package and roll and take my chances. Right. And then, and literally the day or two after I put my notice in, um, the boys from Silverado called, right. And they're yeah. all ex newfield
0: people. And they're literally like right down yeah. the block pretty much. Yeah. Same building. Really. Yeah. Okay. Same building. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're in the same building.
0: <clears throat> so different floor.
1: And, the, and actually, uh, the Oventa people have, have. They went from two buildings to one and we're in the other one. But anyway, so those guys called and said, hey, man, we're, we're putting a, a team together. Are you interested? I'm like, absolutely. Right. And so I signed on with there's 12, 12 guys uh, led by Larry Massaro and uh, we're backed by NCAP and and we're off and running man we're looking for an asset
0: yeah here we go so i mean so, so, so tell me about now so you've been over there for uh two years two, year, two, two years two years yeah, plus. yeah. And so y'all i mean every time we meet i mean it's it's you are like dude there's it's we're looking we're looking and like yeah. you and i talked and uh recently and you're like man it's exciting right now yeah. like there's certain there's some like how so how are things going right now they're good man we're uh
1: you know like we lost a year basically because of COVID, yeah. of course right and so the market, the A and D market, was crazy and and bad for a year because oil obviously went negative and um, you know not, nobody was selling anything. Right. It was actually more lucrative. Yeah, for people, companies people to were hol- bankrupt. Yeah. versus sell to us. Dude, for- I talked
0: to Diser about that. Like he's when it, a while ago he was like, man, it's just it's 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 unfortunate because like I mean all these companies are that could go bankrupt or you yeah. know, or no they they could sell. They're just to just. You know, yeah. go bankrupt and, yep. you know, hold on to the assets. It's like we're doing it to ourselves again.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, so, you know, a lot of people will say, like, oh, well, you guys missed the low. Well, you know, uh, we didn't really miss the low. We were trying like hell, but, you know, no one really wanted to talk to us. But now the times have changed, right? Oil prices back up and uh, the value of given assets is up. And now people are starting to sell tier two yeah. and tier three stuff. And so, now the getting is kind of getting good so you're right? so, it's, so some excitement yeah going some on. excitement we're throwing some bids around and yeah I'm digging that man I'm a, I mean I'm a drilling guy that hasn't drilled a whale in two years and, and you're I'm just itching. itching I'm ready itching. I'm
0: ready all right I'm
1: ready so yeah we're uh we haven't gotten anything yet but it's not due to lack of effort
0: I'm digging no right? dude blame me. I know we
1: got a great team we got 12 ex Newfield guys we hired a, a new geologist and um or a second geologist okay you know because and 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 we got a plus team and we're ready to rock. We just need something to work on.
0: Dude, I know. I'm yeah. digging it. it'll happen. Oh yeah. It'll happen. it'll happen. The things right now, things are, right now, whether you like it or not, things are changing. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's it's, yep. it's either really good or kind of bad. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So just yep. just stay, stay oh yeah. Stay the course. Oh, no. Stay the course. So okay, yep. so that's it. That concludes the oil and gas career section. Gosh, that was a long of time. This, not bad. How do you figure? 47 minutes okay. of hearing about right. your past? Cool. I think that, I think that works. I Not, let's talk about this, though. So uh, you decided to come on this podcast today. And um, in order for people to recognize you know, who you are, you decided to wear the same shirt that you have you in like your that. LinkedIn profile picture. Oh, yeah. And you didn't even know that. Wow. This guy, this guy identified that. He noticed that. I noticed that's that. He walked in. I was like, I was like dude, you're in the same shirt as your LinkedIn pic. <laughs> I'm like, I am? My but wife said,
1: why don't you wear your nicest shirt?
0: And that's it your power She flag. said that
1: then for that picture and she said it today.
0: You know what? I did that. So you you and your wife are actually like let's let's kind of get into this. I mean, I think this is kind of worth it. So for those who are, so let's so let's get into this cuz I want to talk about you and your wife. I mean, y'all are yeah. kind of like uh I remember sitting down at lunch with you and know, I was telling you about what my wife and I yep. wish we you know what's our what's yep. on our vision board if uh-huh. you will. You know what I mean? Like and we were talking about um uh, you know like we love Fredericksburg. Oh, you know man. what I mean? We love yep. you know Hill Country Texas like you got a lot of good wineries out there. You got the Garrison brothers out there. It's, it's just good, oh, it's good spot. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? So that's kind of what, it, so you mentioned you're like, well, you we're not dreaming it. We're, we're doing it. Talk to me about this, man. How you and your wife are kind of working we're together. She's, to r- or she's running it. And oh yeah. She's running you're the, right? so, you're the assistant. <clears throat> first off, she's, she's
1: a California girl, right? She's from basically Napa Valley, right next to Napa Valley. Okay. Paleo, right. So she's wine country connoisseur. She taught me everything I need to does know Does she always look at the wine.
0: wine menu and like. Oh, yeah. And she's, she's like, at, she.
1: I smell the. Oh. That's buttery and.
0: Oh, so nasty. she like knows her stuff. Uh, she thinks that's, she does.
1: Well, <laughs> you
0: know, I, I, I think I know my stuff, but I'm just, I'm just shooting the shit. Like, it's not true. <laughs> I, I really don't. So she grew up in a Napa Valley. She grew up near Napa Valley. Yeah, okay. One, just one town a little
1: south. Okay. There. Yep. And so we, you know, when we go see grandma and grandpa, we go to Napa Valley all the time. Right. And so we do it a couple times a year. So she's out here and goes to a, on a girls trip to Fredericksburg right. and she's like wow this place is awesome right Texas hill country Texas wine country this is like the Napa Valley in Texas yeah. and she's like we should buy a property out here right and and do a short term rental cuz that's what they did when they went in VRBO and yeah, that's, that's what everyone does right? out, Everywhere out there right? yeah and so i go oh that's a damn good idea. Right. And so let's start looking. Right. And so I guess, uh, I don't know, within three months we, we bought one place out there and this was, I mean, it's booming out there now and this is maybe a little bit before the boom. And then, uh, we bought one. And then before that one closed, we're like, we need another one. (laughs) And so we bought this brand new, uh, small condo, um, that was reasonably priced. And so we got that one. And next thing you know, again, we got a third one here. And so that we bought our third one, um, only about two months ago. Okay. Right. And so now we have three, uh, short-term rentals out there. And
0: so what do they it for everyone out there? Kind of looking at that. First off, I love how I, I love people in the industry, like doing like, uh, other stuff outside the industry. Yeah. You got Shane Sher and Seth Hill doing the Heights Ice Baby. <laughs> yeah. Marshall Brown yep. and his wife opened up the drive through coffee shop, Clutch City Coffee on Richmond, yes. 610. You got you yep. with, your, with your Airbnbs uh, up in uh, <laughs> Fredericksburg. So why don't you give a little yeah. plug to where yeah. people can find it? So we got three
1: properties. One is Strawberry Sweet. That's one bed, one bath.
0: Strawberry Sweets. Uh, Sweet, like S-U-I-T-E, S-U-I-T-E. Sweet. Sorry. Blue Bungalow. Two blue, bed, two bath. Blue Bungalow. Easy to remember. Yep.
1: And Gray Dog Farm. And that was the name when we bought it. That's right? fine. I'm it, not knocking. It, it was previously a, a farm uh, in the 1940s, and um, it was a farmer's wife that held down the fort while the farmer was out doing his thing, doing farming things. And she was training dogs, sheep dogs. Okay. And so, gray dog farm. And so, we just the name's fantastic, and we kept it.
0: So, how do they find you? Did they find you on like, a, like, well, my
1: wife is actually launching her website tomorrow. Well.
0: People Later that are listening now. live, that's tomorrow. People are listening now. That's probably like yes. a couple weeks so ago. A couple weeks when? It, yeah. So what's the website? So it's
1: sweet-escapes.com. And sweet is S-U-I-T-E, like a hotel room, right? Sweet so dash sweet-escapes.com. sweet And you can follow her on Instagram, which is sweet.escapes.
0: I follow it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. JP did.
1: actually hooked us up and, and connected us with a, a guest. Right? Yeah,
0: with uh, yeah. With, Lo- with Laura Fidler, which yeah. went up for the Sipes, uh, Sipes networking thing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's you right. get a hold
1: of her on there and she'll hook you up with a friends and family deal. So how is it, you
0: know, you you and I were talking before about, you know, like, you know, having a place out there and like, there's some people that love having uh, people that have rental homes and there's like the locals that have been out there for probably like a longer than 12 years. Don't like it. So what's, what's your experience like with that? So, yeah, I mean, you run into
1: some of the locals and I got some neighbors of these properties that are like, man a very anti short-term rental right because they view it as you guys are coming in and you're renting these you're places party to, to make noise yeah you're renting these places to bachelorette parties and they're making all kinds of noise on friday and saturday nights and you're causing all kinds of mayhem so they don't like it right well it's some of them yeah but the people that understand that the income that's drawn as gillespie county I mean, the amount of money that th- that place is bringing in due to short-term rentals is insane. The amount of taxes I have to pay based on those three properties is insane. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's, you know, for, I, I do feel a little bit for the original locals that were born and raised there because they- Like in the 80s. Yeah. Or, or even like, actually, I've befriended my one neighbor in the very first property he was born and raised and still lives in the same house, but he's my friend. He invited me and we are going. Kristen, my wife and I are going to his wedding I in October. I love that, dude. I
0: love that. That's dude, that's awesome. He
1: mows our lawn out there and we pay him and he takes care of me. During the freeze, he was going into my house and running water and making sure it wasn't freezing and all that. So he took care that's of me. solid, man. I'm taking care of him. I, we gave him... Our whole house for the a week in October, which is a high period. for October, that, yeah, it's it's just after Oktoberfest out there, and we're like, you you take this house and you put your guests in here for the wedding, and the and we're like, oh, they're getting married coming, in
0: Fredericksburg. I I love they're that, getting dude. married in
1: Fredericksburg, and their 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 family is staying at one of our places. We're staying at the other one. And we're which going one to the bl- wedding? The blue bungalow. Yeah, the blue bungalow is right next to
0: them. Knew it. I would recommend yep. the blue bungalow. That's what I would. <laughs> that's what I would yes, say. You've seen
1: it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. but. uh, so no, my wife, she's managing them. She's doing a great job. And yeah, she's
0: not only just managing it; she's like doing the website. She's managing this. She's she's wor- I mean, she's like yeah. leading the charge. So and, and here's why I'm a big big advocate of that,
1: right? She she, she raised her kids, right? She's uh, she has her degree in nutrition from Cal Poly in California. Okay, but she hasn't necessarily used that since we've been knocking out. Well, we were knocking out the kids a while back, right? So they're 10 and 12 now. <laughs> So she's been looking out, looking for something to do. And so now she's got something to do. And now it's it's a triple win for me, right? Instead of her spending the money on Amazon and soccer momming it in the woodlands. Now she's busy making money, keeping guests happy, getting bookings, And she's digging it, isn't she? And she's loving it, right? She gets to decorate these places. And the the best part is, is the most recent one, the Grey Dog Farms, it's sitting on 1.7 acres in downtown Fredericksburg. And I'm in the middle of, or she is, I should say, in the middle of subdividing the house that sits on there and then, uh, basically put that on its own little half acre. And that, that will leave about 1.2 acres in the back. And we're going to, um, is that
0: you know, going to be a pain in the ass? You like permits and stuff like that? Yeah. I was going to say, it's going to be a pain in the ass. So
1: she, we're, uh, we have visions of building like six more units, like little bungalows, like little, little charming cottages I, or yeah. whatever. Right. But yeah. so, uh, a lot of the townspeople don't want that, right? So, just like I was talking about. So, short-term rental, anti-short-term rental. So, it's going to be a little bit to push through the permits, but um, you got to know the right people, right? And, and I
0: think you have to spend time out there to know the right people, right? And you do,
1: right? And we go out there at least once a month. Do you right? really? Yep. And so, I think I know the right guy. I'm trying to hire the right guy that can get the permits kind of pushed through.
0: You got to take him to that uh, martini and uh, uh, oyster place. Oh, dude, it's Fantastic! Right. It's right. called right. Martinis. Yeah, yeah, Martinis. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal.
1: Happy hour, like it, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Dollar, dollar oysters, dude. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, that place is legit, dude. That whole town is just amazing, right? And and uh, I have no problem investing, you know, a bunch of money in there because I don't see it going. Anywhere, no, man, right?
0: Fredericksburg is blown and going right now. Yeah. It's like Houston Heights right now. It's yeah. just like you can't stop it. Well, you got half
1: of California moving to Austin.
0: Right? Yeah, They yep. have no
1: idea about Fredericksburg. Once they get to Austin, they're gonna be like, wait a second.
0: You got right next to mini, wine country a little
1: mini Napa Valley right next door.
0: Forty five minutes away.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what we got going on. I man. dig
0: that, man. Yeah. Like I I love how y'all are putting y'all's energy into that and kind of like building something for y'all, like yeah. do, doing it like your y'all self. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's uh it's fun too, right? And so I like seeing my wife like it, right? And it's it's fantastic. Right. You know good for both of us so
0: you got this Fredericksburg bungalow local thing and this brings us to this green jar that everyone's curious about (laughs) that I'm actually curious about as well so let's let's so I don't know when this was made this was made about a week ago to this camera right now (laughs) I don't know when this was made because there's no date here no it's made there's dates that he could (laughs) have put on there he decided not to so 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 tell me about what the hell is this so this is pickled green tomatoes man so <laughs> this is
1: a grandmother recipe
0: right you don't yeah. you don't say no,
1: no shit it's got to be it's in the cur can jar now this is not canned right so you can you uh, you get you might there you go you can hear the button but that's so okay that means so it's, it's homemade that
0: means it's homemade it
1: means it's homemade i guess yeah so you got to refrigerate this eventually but there's a shitload of vinegar in here so it ain't going bad right so <laughs> but I figured. I see a lot of people bring you bottles of liquor and bottles of bourbon and all that shit. I'm like, man, I'm gonna bring you JP something we've never even seen before. And i I love cooking, right? So. I
0: literally was hoping I would get some uh, pickled uh, green tomatoes. <laughs> yes. Like I was like this week, and Your the fact you brought it, the fact you brought it in, I manifested <laughs> that. That means I manifested <laughs> some pickled green. You so know. you know, kind of going to it. So do you want to go into the story a little bit on about pickled? Absolutely. Green tomatoes. So
1: my mom sent me this recipe. I grew, I grew up eating these, right? Okay. So my grandmother would grow, grow the tomatoes. I did not grow these tomatoes. Unfortunately, that's the one weak link here, but our amazing HEB up in Montgomery County, or farm, like the woodlands, whatever, farm to table. Yep. They got green tomatoes. They're actually very hard to find outside of at least HEB. So my brother can't find them in Colorado. My mom can't find them unless you grow them yourself in Pennsylvania. But I can find them in H-E-B, okay. believe it or not, every few weeks. Okay. So you slice them real thin and throw some vinegar, some fresh garlic. I see some garlic you know, in there. There's a ton of garlic. These are very powerful. Like so meat. pretty
0: much you're, 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 you're making this to, to bring you back to growing up.
1: Yes, absolutely. That's I dig right. that, man. Yeah. I have a handwritten recipe from my grandmother on my phone, and, and it's I, I love making them. They're very easy, right? And they're so good. My, my kids, actually, one of them is the pickiest eater on the planet. All of us can just, you know, eat these. Like Go pickles, through that pickles right out of the thing, right out of the jar. Now they're they're powerful and potent.
0: I like I like that. Yeah, you'll like you have to
1: give me your feedback on them. A lot of people like we love putting them on hot dogs and hamburgers, right? Dude, they're amazing. Like, let this replace your pickle.
0: I, I dig that, dude.
1: I feel like, well, I, I was talking to you earlier about other ideas in Fredericksburg. I feel like I could build a business off of these fuckers,
0: dude. That in Fredericksburg is going to crush it, whether you like it or not. Yep, it's yep. pickled green tomatoes. Yes. Like that's going to go far. That's yes. going to go far. Yep. You got it. Call man. it Nana's recipe. <laughs> and Grammy. Grammy's. Grammy. Grammy's, Grammys yep. green tomatoes. Grammys that's green it right tomatoes. there. Yep. But
1: I hope you enjoy
0: this. I guarantee you I will enjoy this. Yes. I guarantee yep. you I will enjoy this. So thank you for the uh, the, the pickled green tomatoes um, and garlic. We may
1: incorporate that. I was telling JP earlier about my kids. I'm trying to get my kids into entrepreneurial opportunities. Okay. Right? Well,
0: so, yes. So, tell me <laughs> about this. So, you're, you're, you're talking about your, your, your kids are, are entrepreneurial spirits right now and going to start their own little company mm-hmm. at, the, at the, at the, at the season's age of 10 and 12. So, tell me about this.
1: <laughs> so, <clears throat> not too long ago, we moved from like the middle of the woodlands, creekside. Um, North about twenty minutes off of fourteen eighty eight okay. and Old Conroe Road. I think it's Wetter's old stopping stomping grounds actually. So
0: <clears throat>
1: we got, we got a couple acres up there, and my wife and the kids they wanted chickens immediately.
0: That makes sense.
1: So what we do? We bought a dozen chickens. Right, old dad. Right. How here, much did they
0: cost you? Twelve bucks.
1: <laughs> no, three ninety nine. Well, okay, mine was a, a joke,
0: but okay, go on, go I on. It. Okay, good, go on. <laughs>
1: No, so uh, we got twelve chickens, and right here, old o has got to build everything for them. Right, we we're still working on an auto feeder. We're working on an auto water. But what's cool is, is they're they're involved with it. Right, so right. we're going to Home Depot and we're YouTube and all this stuff, and we're building all this stuff. We built we built the coop, and they're not laying eggs yet. But within the next thirty days, they're gonna start laying eggs. They don't lay the eggs until like eighteen to 20, 22 weeks or something like that. Okay. So another cool thing is is we got 12 chickens, but we got all different species. We got a different so species. So the eggs are going to be different colors and all that stuff. They, most of them are brown, but we got blues and, and pinks okay. and greens. And we got a couple in there. So, <clears throat> But they all look a little different, right? And you can see, and they got them all named. And and actually, they're really fun to watch, man. We let them out, and they'll hang out in the yard. You don't really need to keep you go check them every 30 minutes, and they stay oh, yeah. on your property, right? We don't have – we're not all fenced in or anything. and. You know they'll stick around. You just they know where the food's coming from, right? So they don't go too. They're not going to go that. too far, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And then on top of that, um, the wife's building right next to the coop this little lounge where actually there's guys at our house today pouring cement for the chick lounge.
0: I love that the chick lounge. <laughs> pretty much it's pretty much the VIP section. We all just sit back and watch all the chicks. Like, Again, yeah, this is the wife's idea. Another great
1: one. So. We're, yeah, we're going to have a couch there. We're going to sit there and she's got all this fancy lighting and, you know, Fredericksburg-esque type stuff. And we're going to be able to sit sit there and sip on a cocktail and watch the chickens. Watch the chickens. Watch the chickens do their thing. Yeah. I dig
0: that, man. They're it's... super fun and, to watch. And so t- tell me about your kids uh, doing their own entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah, so
1: um, I, I, I want them to learn from this, right? And I, I feel like this is things that they don't learn in school, right? They're learning A's and B's and... You know, adding adding stuff and subtraction, fractions, decimals, and that that kind of stuff. But entrepreneurial, like accounting, like money in, money out. Yep. That's kind of what I'm trying to deal with and my wife's dealing with on the whole Fredericks. I'm literally learning that right now. Yeah, right. And so you need to learn that at a young age, right? I want these kids. And so basically this is an opportunity for the kids to be able to sell eggs, right? And I'm like, okay, we're going to get chickens, right? And so the minute they lay eggs, that's a... A line of demarcation, right? So at that point in time, you got to take care of all the expenses, but you also get the profit, right? So you're going to market the eggs. So I have them coming up with a name. They're going to come up with their own little Venmo account. They're going to come up with their own Instagram account and social media. My wife's friends are already begging to do that's
0: starting those. at a young age that's, that's that's smart
1: right and so they got this little stamp that they're going to stamp each egg with i think it's probably going to be called p and r eggs their name is pen p-e-n-n and rocco yeah so p and r eggs which is it original but it, it, it's going to make it's going to make it right so um then they're going to sell those eggs and i'm like okay well that's the money coming in now you got to buy them food right and it's going to be real interesting because right now they're like oh we love those chickens we want to get the organic food right oh now the money's coming out of your kitty
0: well we don't need we don't need organic oh you don't want the organic we don't don't need organic dad
1: (laughs) yeah so they're gonna learn that stuff
0: let's go for for quantity over quality yeah
1: can we get do you want the bottom of the line stuff I thought you loved these chickens
0: they're they're a business they're a business to me Dad. they're not a pet They're they're a source of income right oh
1: okay Okay, now you get that's it. That's smart, right?
0: though, man. So, I mean, that's teaching them a, like a lot. The yeah. fact that you're kind of like letting them kind of establish something, kind of like stepping yep. back from that and just yep. having them operate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. I'm excited. So we're, you know, like I said, we're about 30 days out from the first egg, and and uh, and now I'm going to build them a spreadsheet. And I can't wait for that to kind of take place. So that is
0: that's, that's coming up. Oh man, that spreadsheet. I love, <laughs> I love, I love a good spreadsheet well, built by dad. Exactly, an engineer and dad. You got to have a spreadsheet. Are you, are you there? Who are either like who's like what's what's the uh, what's the uh, structure of that company like who's well they're gonna have to learn that I, I might be like Britney Spears dad oh man
1: that's what I'm starting out as
0: yeah I don't think you should <laughs> compare I'm, yourself to that guy but the fact <laughs> you are man I I, I completely respect that no but the conservator the guy that's yeah. kept her pretty much home prison for ten years that's me man that's my idol I'm never relinquishing I love that guy yeah. <laughs>
1: That's the way we're starting out, and we'll see if they earn they, relinquishment. Oh,
0: if that's even a word. That guy's guy unbelievable. <laughs> Smartest business model ever. Yeah, like it's like a, don't do anything, but oh you, just, you manage God. everything. Yep. Well, I dig that, man. So, what else is going on, man? We've been we've been uh, you know shooting the shit for about an hour and five minutes. What else you got, man? Uh, I appreciate you yeah, coming on the podcast, that's dude. Good. It's always good catching yep. up. Always good, always good seeing you.
1: I think I got to tell my one favorite story though. What? <laughs> Well, I'm, it, it goes back to the Air Force, and I, I probably should have interjected here. Oh, dude, let's go! Here we go! I'm it, in. Tell me. Oh man, I don't know if there's any way to get a refill here, though.
0: Boomer, boomer. boomer here? So we have a new uh, a bartender at a petroleum club.
1: We'll flag him down. We'll flag him down. We're flagging
0: yep. down. So this
1: this is going to take us back to the my military, right at the very end of my military deal. Boomer, no. Um, so. I made good friends with these pilots, okay, right? And so I was skiing with them, and I, I I knew the mountains up at actually my my home resort was Loveland ski area, and any locals up there would know that that's the when you're driving through the tunnel, yeah, um, going on I seventy, there's a ski area right over top of the tunnel, okay, that's Loveland, okay. ski area. So we skied there all the time. These guys loved skiing with me because I knew the backcountry, right? I could I could keep them out of trouble, and I could get them to good powder stashes, right? So. In return favor of that, they knew I was getting out of the Air Force. And they're like, Sean, we're going to hook you up with a ride in an F-16. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm like, really? You can do that? And they're like, yes, sir, we can. Their F-16 is a single pilot, single engine, single vertical stabilizer. But they do have a few trainer models that float around the country
0: for training. They have two?
1: That have two seats, okay. a front and a back. Okay, right? and they said the trainer model is supposed to be here in May, and you're getting out in July. And they're like, "We can hook you up." I'm like, "Do you, are you interested?" I'm like, "Absolutely." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I had to do this like full day physical where they take your boot print or your footprint inside your boot. Like the the easiest way to identify a pilot after a crash really is your foot inside your leather boot that is most likely to survive, right? So they're taking my footprint. I'm like, guys, I'm only going up here for like an hour.
0: That's <laughs> But okay. they didn't care, right? So. <clears throat> protocol. Yep, protocol.
1: They, they get me through the physical. We come up to the day of, of the flight and here we go, right? And so I'm, I'm climbing in this jet in the back seat and. Um, what, what call sign did you pick? <laughs> I didn't get a call sign, but my pilot, NAFOD, Nafod Nafod okay was his call sign he's the one that flew me he's the guy I skied with a couple times so Nafod's flying me around and then you got another guy I can't remember his call sign he's he's beside me we're we're in the jet they fire the jet up the engine is like right here like and I'm I'm super excited up until that point
0: what did that feel like
1: well I was scared shitless yeah I'm like I mean, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. And they fire that engine. And up. you can just feel the power. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> and then, and then of course they could see the fear in my face. <laughs> oh man. They could read right through <laughs> they could you. They read dude? right through oh. they're like, well, when we taxi over to the, to the runway and we're doing a combat takeoff, a tandem combat takeoff, which means two F-16s on the runway at the same time, you're going to go down the runway. And then you're going to go straight up and get to about whatever, 12,000 feet or whatever. And so you're feeling, he goes, you're going to feel about six G's and you're not going to be able to breathe very good. Um, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, make sure you have your oxygen on and I have a G suit on too. Right? So yeah. the G suit is squeezing my calves and my thighs and my stomach, trying to keep, keep the, the blood, blood up there up in your head. Yeah. <clears throat> so he goes, you're gonna feel that G suit squeezing you and that's normal. So don't freak out. So we're getting ready to take off. And the the pilot right beside me can see the fear through me, right? And he's like, he takes his mask off and he goes, Hey Sean, are you ready? And would
0: you say, put your mask back on? <laughs> yeah,
1: he goes, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put your mask back on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no one And up. then he goes, or and then I go ahead. Give him a thumbs up and he could just see I'm scared shitless. Couldn't right? even talk. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't even talk. And so here we go. Like he hits, he hits the throttle. And then next thing you know, we're like, I don't know, maybe 20 feet, 50 feet off the deck. And then we're at the end of the runway and we go Phew, bolt straight up and I go, hm. you know, for, I don't know, yeah. like four or five seconds. It, it felt like 10 still, minutes. still <laughs> Yeah. And we level off at 12,000 feet and he's like, okay, here we go. And I'm like. Holy shit. God, That dude. was amazing. Right? I mean, feeling
0: all that, like power and the speed, and the threat and the just yeah. Psh, trajectory. So, yeah. I mean, so I
1: ended up, uh, I, we can shorten the story here a little bit, but I mean, we, we were up there for 1.2 hours. He gave me like a joy ride, man. Uh, needless to say, I puked six times. After? Nope. During now. Now he, he prepared. What do you do? What do you do? He prepared me so we can get into that. So um, he goes. Before we God. even took off, he goes, you're going to puke, right? So don't fight it, right? So, so, being, an
0: Air, so being an Air Force pilot, like being an Uber driver.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much yeah. working on Friday, you Saturday. You just got to get acclimated, right? <laughs> so first of all, they said, eat bananas. Beforehand. Naturally. And he's like, they taste the same going down as they do coming up. So take note of that. Interesting. And, and that is actually the case, right? And so you are going to puke. He goes, every one of these pilots you see flying F-16s, they all puke for probably the first six to nine months of their flight training right and he goes so you're gonna puke you got puke bags in your bag in your flight suit right here no do they
0: look like like the the old school airline they do okay same thing okay cool same thing yep and uh so
1: he goes when you're gonna puke he goes just let me know i'll get flat and level turn your microphone off please i don't want to hear it (laughs) <laughs> Open your mask, do not puke in the
0: mask. Open oh, your oxygen so many, mask. These are so many instructions, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, if I had to throw up, I would not I'd probably remember like the first two steps. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Let it go, button that one up,
1: put it over in this side, and then you still got more over here. Okay. And so I'm like, okay. And so it took actually half the flight. So I was up there 1.2 hours. It wasn't until half the flight that because you're puking for uh not motion really, but it's your body's not used to the G forces. We pulled multiple six something g turns and we pulled one nine point three g turn
0: so what's that what was that like well the
1: nine point three g turn was like an air-to-air combat mission we had a we had an aircraft a f-16 in front of us and we, we were kind of chasing them were you it. locked on uh we were not locked on we were trying to get locked on good just like uh top gun i didn't
0: didn't what was that i don't even know that i just that was core <laughs> cadets talk right there exactly <laughs> so We're, uh, we're trying
1: to lock his ass on and we pull 9.3 G's. Well, when you're pulling those G's, even like, I'll go back to the six G turns, right? Tunnel vision, blackness is coming in. So at six G's, like my tunnels closing, 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 doesn't quite close. As soon as they let the G's off, opens back up and
0: you're good. Okay. Right. Is that just because the blood's being kind of just drained everywhere? Your
1: blood's going down this way, right? And I mean, you're, you're getting thrown back in that chair, like something fierce, right? And so. Uh, we're at, at uh, the 9.3 G turn it's and we did this over Pueblo Colorado and so we're um, we're sitting here doing this and you know he didn't warn me that we're going we're going a little more this time right Going so, vertical yeah we're going 9.3 tunnels closing 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 <laughs> she's gone and I'm assuming out? assuming I'm like this
0: no you probably do one of these <laughs> things you know you watch those things on YouTube <laughs> like whenever people pass out first off they don't pass out like you <laughs> You yeah. just passed out like the most calm relaxed. like, and I yeah. was like, I'm sure I was like this. No, when people pass out from those things. they're like this. Yeah. Well, my head was probably just, yanked yeah, back that's what I'm the... saying. Like the head goes everywhere. It's like, it's not peaceful like you just did.
1: <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that tunnel closed, but I mean, it was a joy ride, right? So um, some people may know where the San San Cristo range is, is the great sand dunes national monument in Colorado. So there's 14,000 foot peaks all along that range, right? And so we're going, we're, we buzzed the sand dunes, you know, like, I don't know, a couple thousand foot off the deck. And then he's like, I just got done yakking, oh. filled up another bag, oh. right? And I'm over here and he's like, hey, I know you just finished up, right? But I know you can still hear me. Give me a thumbs up if you want to go up over those 14 footers. And you can't. 14,000 footers.
0: I feel like you can't, if so, I feel like if a pilot, Air Force pilot's, Bringing in a joyride, it's like, hey, we're about to do this. You can't give a thumbs down. Yeah, no, you're you're like, you have getting, to be game. You're, you're like, like dude, definitely do that. this. So I'm like,
1: I'm putting my, my uh, I'm, at a, bag I'm over at here a puke bags. Like, Let's bing, go. Here we go. Let's do it. Right. And so here we go. We go. Here's the 14,000 foot peaks right here. We go up through the valley like this, climbing the mountain like this.
0: That's so cool.
1: Invert and go down the eastern side like this,
0: like, dude. <laughs> Unreal. that is unbelievable that
1: unreal yep it's it was mind. that's so awesome right and then so we uh we finished that i yacked shortly thereafter Smart. That was probably number four and then so he had to actually do a little bit of training we did there's a, a munitions facility outside of uh uh pueblo yeah. where he had to do some straight like some simulated strafing then we we kind of we went close to breckenridge we buzzed my house and 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 then ended up landing right and so, one point two hours later, F sixteen ride.
0: And I, dude, I bet you were just so tired after I, that.
1: I it wasn't that bad actually. Uh, Cause I
0: feel like your body's just like stressed. Like, yeah, yeah. you were. St- I was stressed, and I, I one of the
1: six times was after I landed when I was back on the ground. So, oh, my body so was
0: everyone's scared. looking. Yeah, everyone's looking. Oh, like,
1: I made it look like I was just spit. Yeah, water, you know, like you just put in and a chew. Like, yeah, I'm like, sorry, I got
0: my red man this in my is mouth. Nothing,
1: man. I got this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but. I tell a lot of people, I go, I mean, not very many people in the Air Force ever get that experience. Most people, you say, oh, you were in the Air Force. What
0: plane do you fly? No. That's very rare. 2%. Yeah, that's like, that's like oh, I'm an actor. What movie? Yeah. Well, there's like 99% of actors who are. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing.
1: 2% of the Air Force flies, let alone like get an F-16 ride. I just happen to know the right people. Playing dude. golf? Ha, dude, crazy. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the golf incident.
0: Oh, oh my gosh! So, if anyone out there is listening right now, there's there's a couple things about the oil field that you need to know, and this is this is probably the most important. It's not <laughs> one of the most important things, but this is uh, this is certainly this falls under what not to do at a uh, oil and gas industry event, right? Is that is that uh-huh. best way to, to phrase it? So that's legit. Let me kind of set it up. <laughs> so this was uh, three years ago. We're at uh, Ioga, the International Women's Golf Association, and in, in Horseshoe Bay wonderful uh that I serve on the board at little plug right there but um so uh we're at ioga and you know the first night is always it's it's like a three or four day golf tournament right and the first night is like oh I'm gonna take it easy go to bed at 10 and you know then I'll be real then 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 Thursdays no the first night is always you know balls to the wall so (laughs) here we go here we go so you get in we get in like we all I think we tagged Mm -hmm. up that night like Mm -hmm. we're a big group and all that stuff hanging out and the next morning Obviously licking wounds and just like let's get out of here, like you know, go to the golf thing. And suddenly someone's like, "Hey, did you hear what happened to Sean?" And I was like, <laughs> "No." Like first off, Sean who? Like well, Sean Stevens? I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy. What happened to him?" He was like, drinking last night. Yeah. yeah, he was drinking last night. Well, well, apparently he was hit by a car. <laughs> and I, I was like, first off, you're gonna correct me when you're hit by, but anyways, yeah. I was like, he was hit by a car. What time of night was this? Like, no, 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 you understand. Like, this was at, like, 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. I'm like, what is this guy doing at 6.30 a.m. Being hit by a car? He's like, no, he 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 was training for the triathlon. I was like, so time out. This guy goes to the only gas industry golf boondoggle <laughs> event, decides to tie one off on Wednesday night, wake up on Thursday morning and bike 48 miles before teeing off at nine o'clock. Hey, being this way, man, you kind of deserve that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'll I, take think, it. I think that's two out of three two 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 out of three things belong. One doesn't, you know <laughs> you what know? I mean? Boiling gas, hungover, forty-eight mile bike ride in the morning, all that stuff. <laughs> so you actually, so that's kind of a rule. If you're going to an oil and gas industry event, I highly encourage you not to go on a forty-eight mile bike excursion yep. uh, through uh, through through anywhere. Actually, so you got hit by a car. This is actually the second time you got hit by a car. Yep. <laughs> of course, shocker. It doesn't surprise me at all. But anyway, so second we got hit by a car, but it wasn't a car, was it? No, it was not a car. So talk to me about that. Yeah. So here we go. We're
1: on the 48 mile ride, right? And this is around there's Lake no we in this. This is you. I was, I was training for the Ironman in, I guess that was 2018. 18? 19. 18 or 19. 18, I think. Yep. I think it was 18. Yep. So um, here we go. I decided a brand new bike. I'm like, I'm going to be in the hill country. It's great like road biking country, like, let's go do this. Go do it. Right. And my wife's like, don't be an idiot, dude. You don't know any of the roads. And I said, I Googled it. This is fine. Right. Yeah. Babe, I was an intelligence <laughs> officer so in get, the air force. Yeah. <laughs> I get up and, uh, I go around, uh, I'm, I'm maybe 25 miles into this ride and I'm just tooling along four lane road, mind my own business. Next thing you know, I get clipped from behind. Right. And so, uh there's plenty of room. I don't know what this dude is doing, but I mean I got hit pretty good. So I didn't get severely injured, but I was in shock, right? Didn't go under the vehicle, luckily. I bounced on the asphalt one time, rolled into the bar ditch. Ambulance seemed like it was there within seconds, and uh witness stopped. And next thing you know, I'm 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 sitting there, I'm like kind of coming to I'm like, what the hell happened? And so they're like, You got just you got hit by a car and my elbow was swollen up and They're like, ambulance is here. And I'm like, I told the ambulance, I'm like, well, I I feel like I'm not that bad. They're like, sir, your helmet is cracked. (laughs) I'm like,
0: uh, okay.
1: I'm like, I guess so. I can't just get my wife to pick me up. I don't, I don't want to get in the ambulance. And they're like, no, you got to get in the ambulance. So get in the ambulance. And I got to call my wife. I'm like, honey, don't freak out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get mad. (laughs) Don't get mad. You're I'm right. Okay. You're right. I'm you're wrong. right. But can you pick me up at this hospital? Uh, what hospital are we going to?
0: <laughs> yes. That's a great morning wake yeah, up dude. phone call. Right. And so
1: I'm like, here we go. So no internal bleeding. They checked me. I was road rash. Pretty bad. Elbow was swollen up. But I'm like, and the doctor was like, man, you, you're good. You don't have any broken bones. I'd take it easy. I go, well, we're supposed to tee off here in a couple hours. This is or true story. Actually, it was, it was like maybe one hour. Yeah. And uh, and I'm there with Micah Bray, right? Micah got Bray. called Micah. I'm like Micah, just a heads up. I'm like, there's a chance I might be late. I actually got hit by a vehicle. I got hit by a car this morning, and uh, <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be there, right? I got hit by a car, I'll, but I might be a little late, so if you're looking for me, right? So I, I was actually one minute before the cards were rolling out. You right? made it. So I get there, and the first day of this tournament is a networking thing, right? So you're golfing with people that you don't know, mm-hmm. right? So I'm rolling in. I come in, and they're like, oh, you know, these guys, four guys or three guys I didn't even know. I think I a six-man tournament, so five guys. I didn't know, so I roll up, I get in, I got a swollen, kind of scrapped up elbow, right? But my most of my wounds were under my shorts and my shirt. I had a big badass rash. Yeah, big badass rash, and I had gauze covering it, right? Well, I couldn't golf for shit. My elbow wasn't working good. They just thought I sucked, right? And I do suck at golf, but I get to about the twelfth hole, and one of the guys goes, "Dude, you're bleeding! What the hell?" He goes, "What happened?" I go. Oh,
0: I got hit by a car this morning. I love how you didn't bring it up for 12 (laughs) holes. That's such an alpha move. And by the way, you alphaed the story up because it wasn't a car, was it? It was not a car. It was an F-250.
1: I did not find out about the F-250 until I got the police report like a week later. I didn't know what hit me because oh. there was mayhem going on right there. And, right? You're,
0: and you've been a Ford guy, so you told me you'd rather be hit by a Ford than a Chevy any day. Absolutely. Yeah. that's yeah. If you're going to be hit yeah. by something American-made, make sure it's a Ford. Hell yeah. Tough. <laughs> it
1: took my shoe off and cracked my helmet. It scared me a little bit, but- Long story short, well, long story long, I ended up finishing the Ironman, but I'm one and done on that shit. There's too many people freaking texting and doing all that but you
0: shit. But like, you know what I dig about that? First off, number one, you made the tea time. Like, I <laughs> yeah. do remember yep. that. Like, yep. I'm, th- I'm thinking, why aren't you at the pool, buddy? Like, <laughs> yeah. shit, like, yep. hey, take it easy. Well, I did go to the pool, too. So, <laughs> you, I know, which is disgusting. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I'm like, put a shirt on, man. I want to see some that, that yep. special effects makeup. So, not only that, but like. You you made it, and you didn't even tell like your your group. I mean, t- first off, okay. I have a question: Is that badass or is that just shitty networking? The <laughs> fact that you do not even tell your group for twelve holes yeah. that you got hit by a car, I, I think that's bad networking. That's probably bad. That's networking. bad networking. I think you need to open up, be a little more vulnerable. <laughs> I was going
1: for the impact at the end. You and know what? I think it worked. Worked. It worked. Yeah. I got it. I think it did because I
0: guarantee those people are probably sitting at their desk, like, dude, that guy played for twelve holes. Ago. <laughs> dude, well, didn't I, even tell us. I went to IO last
1: year; it was canceled. This year, I went. First thing, I walk in the lobby, they're like. You're the dude that got hit by the car. I go, no,
0: it was a truck. David. Yeah, was it a was a truck. F-250, bro. I mean, honestly, I'd rather, I'd rather walk into a place like, hey, that's that son of a bitch that got hit by a car yep. so versus, hey, that's the son of a bitch who ate down 12 uh, mozzarella sticks and <laughs> yeah. threw up all of himself. You know what I mean? Like, there's worse things to get known for. Yes, you know what I mean? Very true. So, yeah. Very so, true. that's that. Man, I appreciate you coming on, Sean. What else we got? Dude, man, I appreciate you right now. Man, this is fun. I dig it, it man. Fun. I had fun dude. So everyone, this again. This is this. This is Sean Stevens, the director of drilling over at um, uh, Silverado Oil and Gas. Uh, thanks for coming down, man. I know it's a little—I know nope. it's out of your bubble, man, but nah, man. this is this is the place to do it. Worth the trip, my friend. I appreciate it, brother. Worth and the trip. Uh, everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, if you're on, I guess we'll end the podcast now, and I guess we can kind of leave it open for a couple of—if anyone's watching wants to chime in, say hello or something like that—we'll do that. But yep, everyone, man. thanks for tuning in to uh, to uh, uh, Energy Crew, and we will talk to you soon. Sean, love you, brother. Thanks, brother.